from Silicon Valley, California. This is Fresh Dialogues. This week on Fresh Dialogues, I talked to Laurie Euler, an angel investor for Tesla Motors and managing director of GrowthPoint Technology Partners, a Silicon Valley investment bank. Laurie explains why she remains optimistic about entrepreneurship and clean tech in Silicon Valley, despite witnessing the biggest financial turmoil since the Great Depression, just days before our interview on October 15th. I'm at the Women in Technology International Conference in Silicon Valley. I'm with Laurie Yoler, and she's Managing Director with the Technology and Research and Investment Firm, Growth Point Technology, an investment bank. First of all, Laurie, I want to ask, we've had quite a week of economic and financial crisis. What would you say is the psyche of you and your venture capital and investment bank colleagues today? You know, I think we're certainly in volatile times. And certainly if you look at the public markets, there is a huge amount of volatility and swings and, you know, day by day, everyone is watching the charts and wondering what's going to happen next. I think it is fortuitous that the government is stepping in to provide some stability and to help support the infrastructure. So I think those have been positive signs. I think uh, the venture capital industry had record amounts of funding levels, and I don't think those funds are going to go away, certainly not from the large established brand name venture capital firms. And I think public companies are still interested in acquiring innovation, in doing research and development. So I think if you spend all of your time looking at the public markets, you see a lot of volatility. But if you look at the earlier stage innovation and the venture capital industry, there are still great entrepreneurs out there. There are still funds to invest in great entrepreneurs. And they were not reliant on the credit market. So the other really important thing is uh, you, if you look at the credit markets, which are the big debt markets and the very large uh, dollars in the system, those have been affected. The equity markets, the early stage innovation, the venture capital, you haven't seen a big impact as of yet. And so I remain optimistic that great entrepreneurs will continue to get funded and great companies will continue to do research and build, build terrific new products and services. Now, on the panel today, you gave a pretty optimistic summary of what's going on. You had figures through Q3 for 2008. Can you give me a summary of where things are and give us an idea of your company? Sure. Venture capital investment overall in Q3 was up 37% over a year ago. Uh, there were 158 companies getting funded, which was a record quarter. Uh, some strong areas in clean tech were thin film solar, smart grid technologies, and algae for biofuels. Uh, this was from the Cleantech group. So the good news is Cleantech deals are continuing to get funded. Venture capital-based companies are continuing to exit. Uh, there were 58 M&A deals in uh, Cleantech Venture Capital in Q3 of 2008. The IPO market, however, again, back to the public markets, I think people feel, uh, you know, was already fairly sickly and uh, may be closed off for some period of time until we see more stability in the public market. How long do you see it being closed off? I know it's hard to have a crystal ball, but how, how bad is it? You know, I, we do not typically, my firm does not work in the IPO market, so uh, to some extent we're not as concerned about it, and it really depends on consumer confidence, which is, again, something that can't be controlled. We obviously have a shakeup going on in Wall Street. 
with the whole investment banking industry. So I think there will be turmoil for some time. I think it's going to take um, a few years to work its way through the system to get some stability, perhaps. Uh, but I, I, I'm not an economist, and I, I can't forecast exactly how long. I don't think we're talking a matter of weeks or months. I think that it's going to take a matter of years to, to really stabilize this and figure out what the new regulation is that will likely come forward because of this entirely new environment for the public markets. But I think we will still see a, uh, a good M&A market, which is where my firm focuses, is M&A and private placements. And... The valuations may be lower, but they were getting awfully frothy there for the last several years. So I think that's actually a return to stability. And talk a bit more about Growth Point Technologies. Where is your main focus? So we work broadly across the technology and clean technology markets. We uh, have experience both on the supply side and the demand side of the equation. So uh, we're doing a number of projects in solar technology. We're looking very broadly at data center efficiency and energy efficiency. We have looked at some water technologies. Uh, we certainly see, because of my background at Tesla Motors, we see a lot of transportation companies. We have seen a lot of battery and fuel cell technology, so energy storage. Uh, so pretty broadly across clean technology. We uh, have never had a life sciences practice, and so we tend not to get involved in the biochemistry uh, side of the equation, but um, are pretty comfortable in all of the core technology areas. I understand you've spent several years with Sun in Europe and have built some strategic partnerships with European bankers. Can you talk about the European way of doing things? I think the interesting thing with cleantech is it is an area where both Europe and the U.S. are very strong. Europe, of course, had their cap-and-trade model in effect for the last several years, and so in many ways they're ahead because there was more stability and predictability in terms of the government infrastructure and the incentives that were put in place for clean technology companies. And so because carbon had a rate attached to it, companies could be sure that there would be a market for the innovations in clean technology. And in talking to lots of European companies, they also had the concern about the oil supply and did not want the dependence on the Russian oil supply, uh, and therefore I think many both countries and companies started looking at alternatives earlier than the U.S. did. So in many ways they're ahead in terms of both infrastructure and government involvement. But certainly there's great innovation on both continents. And one other issue is we have a big election coming up. Can you make predictions as to which candidate would be better for clean tech? I actually had the opportunity to meet with uh, both of their energy policy advisors uh, over the last couple of years, and I thought they were both absolutely terrific. So the thing that makes me very optimistic is both of them had alternative energy as a cornerstone of their campaigns. Both were doing pretty serious research and putting a lot of thought into it. And so I think whichever candidate we get, uh, innovation and alternatives for energy and energy efficiency and either a carbon tax or a cap-and-trade model are going to be on both plates. So I felt that both of them had terrific energy policy advisors and teams. Anything else you'd like to add, Laurie, that I haven't asked you about? <laughs> 
Um, uh, you know, in summary, I think it's still a great time to innovate. So I can't predict what the market is going to do today or even next week or next year, but I think it's still a great time for entrepreneurs to innovate, and we hope to be helping lots of great entrepreneurs grow uh, now and in the future. Thank you very much, Laurie Euler, for your time with Fresh Dialogues. Thank you for listening to Fresh Dialogues. This is Alison Van Diggelen, with special thanks to Tom Kromkowski and Carol Pecora for technical support, and Kevin McLeod, who wrote and produced our music. Music